Welcome to the Sarah Centrella Show. Join best-selling author, master life coach, and manifesting expert Sarah Centrella as she shares tips, tools, and inspiring interviews to help you create your dream life. It's time to hustle and thrive. Now, here's your host, Sarah Centrella. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Sarah Centrella Show. Today is a Monday coaching episode, so it'll be uh, one of my shorter coaching episodes. Grab your notepad if you have it. Uh, I'm also going to fill up the notes section, especially the one on my blog, which I have linked here with all the tips and some of the coaching as well so that you can reference it later. Um, So hopefully that is of value to you. And I would love to know what you think of these episodes. Are the coaching episodes helpful? Um, Are you getting things from them? If so, please go over to my Instagram, leave your thoughts in comments on the posts on my feed. And remember that every Friday, I pick a winner from those uh, comments and also from any of the shares of the show or of my content that you tag me in. So don't forget about that. The instructions are in the notes here as well. I love to give back uh, when you get back. So thanks so much. All right. So today we are going to jump right into a topic that I coach on a lot and also have a lot of personal experience with. And I also think it's something that has been kind of going around in the universe lately, which is just weird energy, right? Have you been feeling it too? There's been the last six months, I would say, um, just some pretty heavy energy that both my clients have expressed they've been feeling. I've definitely been feeling it. There's a lot going on, obviously, in the world as well. So if you have felt any of that, or just kind of feel like maybe you're in a funk and you don't really know why, then I'm going to give you my four tips for how you get out of a funk and kind of push yourself through those um, times that we all go through where it just doesn't feel good. Something about our energy is off or down. Maybe our business is uh, slowing down or having a plateau or even having a downturn. Maybe our relationships aren't where we want them to be, or there's tension or struggle there. There's many, many reasons for why we kind of can feel that way or feel like we're in a funk or meh, um, or even starting to kind of transition into that space of feeling depressed. So I'm always looking for what can I do? What tools do I have? Uh, You know, what is in my back pocket? What do I control that can help make those times either shorter, um, get me through them faster or better? I want to use what is at my disposal. Um, And so these are the tools that I use and I coach on and they work for me, they work for my clients uh, and I've been testing them out for a really long time. So the first thing is, you know, noticing how you're feeling. And as soon as you start to feel that kind of meh energy and you're like, this doesn't feel good. I felt good yesterday or I felt good last week, but this doesn't feel good. That's great. That's awareness. That's you understanding um, both, you know, the energy in your body, but also maybe what's going on in your mind. So that's awesome. Give yourself a pat on the back, first of all, for recognizing it and noticing it. And the very, my very first tip is we want to change that energy. 
So that's one of the, the fastest and quickest things that are in your control that you can do something about. And there's a couple things that I do immediately. I mean, like as soon as I start to feel like that, I will take 15 minutes. I'll take a half hour on a bad day. I might take an hour or two and I go meditate. That is one of the fastest ways for me to realign my energy so that it won't slip into a negative place and kind of clear me and align me so that the rest of the tips that I'm going to share with you, uh, A, are going to work a little bit better because we're not fighting ourselves in that. Um, and they're, you know, they're just going to be more effective and I'm going to physically feel better. My, my energy is going to feel better almost immediately. So I love, uh, guided meditations on YouTube. They're free. There's a million, million, million of them. Um, they have guided meditations for every subject under the sun. So you really want to think first and foremost, like what is the, the thing or the subject matter that is making me feel this way. And there usually is something specific that, you know, right then, maybe it is a relationship issue. Um, maybe it's an abundance or financial stress or issue, uh, whatever, maybe it's work, maybe it's career, but there's usually a topic behind it that is kind of causing you to feel this way. And so the first thing that I want to do is, is go on Google, um, and put in like guided meditation for, abundance, guided meditation for love, guided meditation for healing, um, any of those topic points. That's the first thing I want to do. And then this, my second search criteria is I'm looking for one that fits the time frame I have. Maybe I have 10 minutes, maybe I have an hour and I'm kind of looking through those and then I'll pick one. Um, and I give it about a minute to kind of be like, yeah, I'm resonating, you know, with this teacher or I'm not. Um, and then I, so that's how I kind of decide which one is going to uh, speak to me that day. And then I will give it that allotted time. I will only do that. So I'll, for me, typically, uh, my office is downstairs. I will go upstairs, leave my office, go upstairs, lay on my bed, be in a comfortable position, and totally devote that time to that guided meditation. Um, now, if you're going through an extra difficult time where you really feel like you're just totally off center. Nothing has been feeling right. Everything feels kind of stuck. Then a lot of times what I'll do first is I will do a guided meditation for chakra alignment or chakra clearing. And I'm not super into all this guys. I'm not crazy educated on this, but I know what I know, which is when I do it, my physical body and my mental state almost immediately change. So I don't know all the science behind it. I'm not super woo-woo. I'm not into it like crazy. But what I'm always focused on is results. And if I do something and I feel better, and I I personally, I must be very kind of in tune to it because I can immediately within about two, three minutes, my body starts moving. I can feel the knots in my lower stomach start to unwind. I can kind of feel those chakras cleansing as it moves up my body all the way to the one at the top of my head where my you know, my hairline is buzzing. So it definitely has a, a big impact on me. I feel that energy. Um, and I think it does on everyone. You just get better at tapping into it, you know, the more that you do it. And I've been doing this as a practice and I try to do daily meditation 
um, at least five days a week. It's part of my work routine um, for five years or so. So how I react to it now is certainly more heightened than I reacted to it the very first time I tried it. So if you feel nothing, awesome. And <laughs> like, at least you got 15 minutes of calm. Um, and then the other piece about meditation that I didn't understand for a really long time, I always thought like, okay, I'm supposed to be here and my mind is supposed to be perfectly clear. And I'm supposed to have like this enlightened state. And I never felt like that when I started meditating and, and still, you know, to this day, even though it's a regular practice, it's probably one in 15 times where I have that like super enlightened, maybe it's even one in 25 times where I have that kind of super enlightened disconnect feeling, which is awesome, but that is not the norm for me. So just remember what I love about guided meditation is the point of it is just to try to listen to the words. The act of listening to the words alone is the thing that starts to clear the clutter from your mind. And I wish someone had told me that when I very first started meditating because I had no idea. Um, and I was like, oh, well, I can do that. I can listen to the words. Obviously, you check out. But whenever you think about it, you try to come back to the words, come back to the words, come back to the words. And that alone is meditation. That is releasing of everything else that is going on in your mind. And if you get 15 minutes a day or five minutes a day or whatever your time frame is, of completely learning to escape all the rest of the bullshit that's going on in our head, that's huge. And that is a tool that will get you results. That is a tool that's going to teach you how to focus. Um, but most importantly, how to relax and let go of stress and anxiety and negativity and all of those things. So if you're not a meditator, I cannot begin to stress how important it is um, and how much of a game changer it has been in my life. Um, I have my son, you know, meditating. I have all my, my clients doing this and pick whatever works for you. I have lots of clients who love apps. There's some fantastic apps out there. Um, I've just, I'm kind of old school. I found YouTube first and I just kind of stick to that. So whatever works for you. Um, but guided is the way to go when you're first learning. Plus, I think the thing that I love about guided is that when you pick a topic that is in line with whatever it is you're struggling with that day, you know, health, love, relationships, self-love, confidence, whatever that topic is, you're also spending 15 minutes a day changing those thoughts. So on your conscious level, you're hearing someone tell you all the things that you need to be saying to yourself about that topic, need to be thinking and focusing about that topic and introducing all of that into your conscious mind while at the same time it's hitting you from that subconscious level, changing the belief system. So it's really, really powerful. Okay, and then the second thing is we want to change the voices in our head. So these first two tips are about changing, you know, elements so that we can start to get back in alignment and get out of the funk. And when I talk about changing the voices in our head, I talked about it in Hustle, Believe, Receive. If you read it, you already know. Um, I am talking about two components, two pieces. And I will, I promise you, I will do a coaching episode on here 
about how to change your thoughts that will be a little bit more detailed. Um, but this one, I'm, I'm going to keep it pretty simple. So number one, I have to kind of hear what my head is telling me, especially about this given topic. Because in order for my energy to feel low or dark or depressed or any of those things, my head had to have been telling me something about this topic for quite a while. In other words, there was a conversation going on in my mind, whether I was conscious of it or not, that was saying, oh, this is getting worse, or oh, you don't deserve this, or oh, um, you know, whatever, bad things are going to happen, or whatever those are, they're eliciting fear, doubt, lack, on and on. So in order to change that conversation, I have to kind of pay attention. What has my head been saying about this? And as soon as I know what that is, then I can use mental tennis. And I'm going to link uh, in the show notes, one of the reels that I did on mental tennis that explains it a little bit more. It is one of the most effective tools that I teach for how to train your brain, how to change your mindset, and ultimately long-term change your beliefs. And it is really just the idea of once I know what my head is saying kind of specifically, so let's say it's a confidence thing and my head is saying other people are better at this than you are. You're never going to be good enough. You're never going to be as great as this other person that I know. Now I have some specifics. So mental tennis is the idea is I'm just going to bat that ball back over the court. In other words, I'm not going to take it. I'm not going to soak it in. I'm not going to receive it. I'm not going to make that part of my belief system or my identity. I'm going to deny it. And by denying it, I need to reverse the sentence. I need to hit it back over. So instead I tell myself, I am good enough. I'm getting better every day. I am called for this. I am learning. I'm proud of myself for stepping up. So I am not only no longer receiving those negative conversations, I'm turning them on their head. I'm sending it back. I'm saying, actually, this is what is true instead. And there's something incredibly powerful about that. Because now you are creating an outcome that did not exist before. So this is really, really important, you guys. When all we're doing is listening to the automatic conversations in our head, for most of us, most of the time, they're not super uplifting or helpful, right? They're kind of poking holes in all of our things. They're making it harder for us to get what we want. And without having continuous input of no, this other option is there for me. This other option is going to happen. This other option is what I want. It's who I'm becoming. We really have no new road to take. Okay. Does that make sense? Um, and that's a really big deal. So of course we're spinning in circles. We're going round and round and round because what I focus on is what manifest. So it's a hamster wheel. It's that chicken and the egg. I'm just going round and round and round. As soon as I start to introduce these new mental tennis mottos that are saying, no, I'm good enough. I'm learning every day. I'm proud of myself for, for doing this. There's going to come a day where I'm going to feel so confident and, and ready. I'm ready. I'm doing this, whatever it is. 
Now those are brand new roads that are going to manifest. Those are brand new roads that are going to open up all kinds of opportunities that are going to start to shape up so that I can begin to get those brand new outcomes. And that's everything, okay? So I do not teach positive thinking. I teach new results. And this is how you get new results is by continuously rejecting those old thoughts and replacing them with thoughts of a brand new outcome, an outcome that you actually want. Okay, super, super powerful. So one of the best ways that you can do that is come up with a couple mottos. And to me, a motto is just something I'm committing to memory. It's claiming an outcome that I want. It makes me feel good, kind of resets me in the moment, gives me power in the moment, reminds me that a new outcome is coming. And I will typically make about three to five mottos. I call them power mottos uh, in relation to this topic. So that every time the topic comes up in my mind, I'm hitting it hard with those power mottos. I'm saying, nope, I'm ready, blah, blah, blah. Right? So in, in putting those immediately and then using mental tennis to reverse those sentences. So those two things are super powerful to get you a brand new result and to start to have you feel the energy of the desired outcome that you want. So not only do we kind of clear our energy in our meditation and focus in the meditation on the conscious and subconscious level of what I want through listening, right, to the instructor, but now I am very tangibly creating almost warfare on those old thoughts that made me feel that way in the beginning, in the first place, right? And I'm doubling down on truly using these mottos to convince myself that a new outcome is possible. And once I do that with just diligence and repetition, and I'm on it as much as I possibly can, I absolutely will start to feel the momentum shift. I'll start to feel my energy lift. I will start to feel more in control of situations that felt completely out of my control before. It will start to reduce my stress and anxiety about the topic. And it will start to encourage me in a pretty organic way to focus on the outcomes I want instead. Because the more I say them, the more excited I get about them. The more that the possibility feels like, oh, hey, maybe that could happen. And in the beginning, when you first start saying all these things, your brain is not going to believe them. Of course not. It's going to try and reject it. It's going to try and fight you. It's going to try and argue with you. But I just want you to be diligent. I just want you to come back to it, come back to it, come back to it, come back to it. And the more that you do that, and the more that you stop giving those other thoughts room to grow, the sooner everything will start to back up these new statements and start aligning them with your future outcomes. And you will start to show up differently. You will start to make new choices. You will start to be given new opportunities in which now you can see that you have one voice in your head that's telling you it's possible and one that's telling you it's not. And in those moments, you will make a new choice. Okay, so it's not woo-woo, it's not BS. It is effectively how I start to get a new outcome. Okay, the next two tips that I want to share with you 
are all about how we shift our focus. So the first two are about change. The second two are about what do we focus on now in order to get out of this? Okay. Um, and the very first kind of one of those, the step three or tip three is I will always ask myself the question and I physically do this. I get my notepad out and I write it at the top of my notepad and I say, what about this situation do I control? And you might be in a real bad situation. You might be going through something really tough where up to that moment, everything about it felt out of your control. And that's what had been recycling in your brain up to that point. All the things that were out of your control, all the things that created more anxiety and more fear and more stress. But the moment that I am giving all of my attention to this pen and paper and answering this question, I am all of a sudden going to find at least one or two things that are in my control. And there may be times when the only thing that you can write down is I can control my reaction. I can control how I choose to see this situation. I can control whether I talk about it or not. I can control whether I am using those two tools, whether I am daily meditating until I get out of this. Well, I want to do it all the time, right? But, um, or whether I'm using my mental tennis and my mottos. All of that, every single thing I just listed is always in your control in any given situation. And those things are tactical, actual things that will start to change your situation. So regardless of whatever it is you're going through, you should have those three or four things on your list. But my guess is you're going to be able to find other tangible things that are in your control in any given situation as well. What can you do differently? What could you change? What isn't working for you? List them all out, put everything there. And then my next kind of piece to that is I want every ounce of my energy and focus throughout the day to go on the items on that list. So I am training my brain to get out of the lane where all I'm doing is focusing on everything outside my control, because all that does is just spin me out, take me down the rabbit hole, make me feel worse on and on. And it just repeats the cycle over and over again. So I'm almost doing a force pull out of that like massive rushing river of negativity over to this nice, clean, beautiful stream of flow of where I'm starting to feel better, where things are starting to go my way. And the more that I'm focusing on the items on that list, doing my mottos, checking myself on how I'm reacting, changing how I look at a situation, focused on the energy I'm bringing to the situation, not what everyone else is doing, what I'm doing, the more you're going to start to see momentum shift in your favor. And the faster you're going to get into the lane of flow. So there's a big difference between hustle and struggle and flow and receiving. Those are very different vibes and very different energies. And most of the time, if we're in a funk, a big kind of part of that energy can be 
a struggle energy or an energy where we were frustrated um, or we just feel like we're pushing upstream, pushing upstream and nothing's going our way. So we want to quickly change that energy as fast as we can because that permeates, right? That's creating future outcomes. It's lining up my, my negative, uh, you know, future manifestations. And I don't want that. So I am almost kind of forcing myself to get into this lane where things are, where I'm relaxing into it and I'm in a state of receiving and I'm in a state of flow. And we all know when, when we're in that state, because I think all of us have had a time where we felt like, oh my God, I'm unstoppable, right? I feel great. I'm on top of the world. Everything is going my way. And then we've all had the opposite and it feels a whole lot better when everything is going your way, right? So that's how I get into that lane by focusing on what I can control. By doing that automatically, I'm kind of letting everything else go. Okay. Beautiful, beautiful thing. Very simple thing that you can do. And then last tip for the day is I want to start to focus on my dream desired end outcome. Most of the time, we don't even know what that is because we've just been trying to get the next step to happen for us. So all of our focus has been on that. And when it hasn't been going our way, then we get into struggle energy. We get frustrated on and on. So whenever I'm feeling that too, like my last piece that I click into the puzzle is I need to reset the focus energy on where I'm going, why it matters, why I'm excited about it, what the dream outcome could be, because that's how I start to manifest it and bring it into my life even faster. And one of the best ways to do that is get on Pinterest, get on Pinterest, create your dream boards and your future boards on all the different topics. Um, If you don't know how to do that, you definitely should grab my book, Future Boards. There's a free journal that I'll link here in the notes that helps you literally figure out all your stuff. It asks you personally all the questions so that you can customize your future board for you. Um, But that's where you want to go. You want to focus on the dream desired outcome. Because usually when we're in that funk spot, we are only focusing on the negative. We're only focusing on what's happening right now on the current situation. So by shifting our gaze, shifting our focus, shifting our visualization skills into, hey, this is possible. This is on the horizon. This is what I want. That is going to totally help shift that energy towards what you want instead of what you don't want which of course is going to start manifesting in that new lane so much faster. And I'm telling you, if you do those four things, and especially those last two, right? Because those are the ones that will keep you moving out of it and keep you manifesting faster and faster. You are going to shift your momentum. You're going to shift your energy and you will start receiving the things that you want instead of continuing to receive the things maybe you don't. Okay. I hope that was helpful. I hope you start putting into practice today those elements because otherwise this podcast is useless. It's going to go one one ear and out the other. So I really, really encourage you to actually, you know, look at the notes, implement what we talked about today and start getting shifts and changes. And when you do, I want to hear about that. Please give back. Please go leave a comment. Tell me you tried it. Tell me it's working. Share the show with someone that you know 
who also needs this. If you felt like you've been having conversations and there's other people you know who are feeling this way and in a funk, send the show to everyone you know. And when you're sharing it, be sure to tag me so you can enter into the weekly drawing. All right, everybody, until next time, hustle and thrive. Thanks for listening. And remember, if you got value from today's show, please spread the love by clicking subscribe, leaving a stellar review, and telling everyone you know. And join us next time on The Sarah Centrella Show.